Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up, my friend? You are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Hello, my beautiful sweet friend, and welcome back officially to the Chillpreneur Podcast. I am so happy to have you here hanging out with myself and my beautiful guest today. I want to just I want to just tell you something. You may or may not know this about me, um, but I am self-aware enough to know that I am an incredible business coach. I'm an incredible mentor. I know my stuff, but there's one thing that I'm not. And that is a parent. I do not have children. And I do not want to pretend to anybody out there that I know what it is like to have children and to be trying to build a business. Whilst I can teach anyone how to build an audience, how to monetize their dreams, how to build a freedom-based business, the chillpreneur way, I know that there is a whole nother layer that is added to that conversation when it comes to being a parent, specifically a parent of young children who need a lot of attention. And whilst many of the women in this community are mothers, and I know that they are massively benefiting from a lot of the conversations that we have here on the podcast and inside programs such as Influencer Vibes and the membership, there still is just that missing piece. There is still that that voice of representation that I just simply cannot bring. There still is a certain level of empathy that I will just never understand. Well, one day I'll understand, but at this current point in my life, I will not understand. And no matter how many time management and energy management tools I can share to this community, I know that I will just never understand until I become a mother myself. And so I really want to use this podcast to represent all different kinds of voices and all different life experiences, even beyond what I'm understanding and capable of fully comprehending myself. And so That brings me to an introduction of today's incredible guest who I've specifically brought on to speak to all of the mamas out there, to speak to and represent all of the mamas out there who are trying to build a business alongside trying to be the best mother that they can be within their family unit. I can only imagine what it is like trying to balance all of those different aspects of who you are and all of the things that you're trying to do. And so 
I wanted to bring on essentially the first person that I think of when I think about the combination of motherhood and entrepreneurship. And that is Ina. She has created Work Life Mama. That is her brand. That is her mastery. That is her passion. She actually joined one of my rounds of Hype Crew, which is the mastermind that I run off the back of Influencer Vibes. Within that round, there actually were a few parents. And it was really one of those times that it was really obvious to me that I just don't fully get this. And so I wanted to bring on Ina and have a conversation about all of the things. I wanted to talk to her about motherhood and entrepreneurship and balancing and juggling all of the different aspects of who you are. I wanted to talk about the mindset, letting go of guilt. She actually, in this interview, made me cry twice. So I want to say as well, this isn't necessarily just an interview for those of you who currently have children. It's an interview for anyone who's ever thinking about having children and being an entrepreneur. And to be honest, I feel like this this conversation is super beneficial for just anyone who's balancing multiple areas of their life, which is all of us, because we have friendships, we have relationships, we have family, some of us have jobs, and trying to balance all of these different aspects of who we are whilst we're also trying to show up as a person personal brand and build a business, it can be difficult. So whilst this conversation is very much centered around mothers and motherhood and family life, this is such a valuable, beneficial conversation for literally every single woman who is starting an online business or is running an online business. And again, it's just such a beautiful, beautiful conversation, specifically the part at the end when we talked about mission. That broke me down like, oh my gosh, I was trying to hold it together. But even Ina said that she could see that I was about to burst out crying because it was just such a beautiful conversation and such a beautiful reminder of regardless of whether you're a mother, why being mission led in business is so important. So without further ado, because it is quite a long one, I'm going to jump into that conversation. I would deeply appreciate if you reached out to me and shared your thoughts on this conversation. Obviously, I am not the expert in this conversation, so make sure you also reach out and speak to Ina as well. She's incredible. She's so lovely. She's so approachable. And of course, it really, really is her passion and her mission to help specifically mothers build an incredible online business. So let's jump into today's episode. And I deeply appreciate you being here. Let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome officially, my love, to the Chillpreneur Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so excited to be here. Honestly, I am so excited to be having this conversation with you because like I prefaced the conversation, you know, we already started chatting as you do before you press record. And I felt like we were already starting to get into such juicy stuff that I was like, no, we have to press record on this. But I'm really excited because I've never actually sat down with someone and had a real in-depth conversation about business and motherhood. You know, obviously it's just not an area that I have any expertise in myself. Sure, the business side of things, but I know it's just another ball game entirely, one that I will at this stage of my life, not be able to resonate with one day in the future, but at this stage. And so I couldn't think of a better person to actually sit down with and have a conversation specifically for my mothers out there who are trying to do the boss thing, trying to have this mission-driven business, but also there is a big chunk of their attention that of course needs to be focused in another direction. And so I'm really excited to go into the mindset behind that conversation, as well as some of the practicality. 
but before we jump into it can we do the lovely little introduce yourself to the peeps who haven't met you yet and just let us know all of the things the story the background and where you're at today absolutely thank you so much and yes equally pumped to have this conversation today because I think it's a really important one and we're seeing more and more, you know, mothers looking for a different way, potentially, especially after everything that's gone on in the last couple of years um, to create, you know, that freedom around their kids and around their values. So yeah, I think it's, it's a really important conversation to have. Um, so in terms of me and my story, hello, <laughs> I'm Ina. I'm the founder of Work Life Mama. So kind of like the perfect, the um, perfect, the perfect person. Entree to today's chat. And I guess a little bit of my story and how I got here. Um, so I spent the first kind of 12 years of my career in corporate. Uh, so I finished I did a double degree at uni and then went into went off into the workforce, you know, chasing that elusive definition of success that was absolutely imparted on me by, you know, everyone and everything around me. Um, and I went into a pretty sort of high, hardcore professional services career. So I worked in human resources in top tier law and management consulting. So as you can probably imagine, it was quite a, you know, full on, quite a dry, very bureaucratic, you know, it was a tough, it was a tough environment. And there was certainly lots of, you know, I certainly learned a lot, um, along the way, but, I got to a point where, you know, we were starting to think about potentially having a family. And the more I kind of climbed that corporate ladder, the more I realized just how out of alignment with the way that I wanted to live my life and particularly as a mum. Yeah. And in terms of what my actual values were around family and around life, that path was. And it really got to a point where I suffered from quite like severe burnout and had some real health challenges in my career. I was diagnosed with chronic fatigue and I had to take like a really big chunk of time off, uh, which didn't stop me. I then continued to work in for another five years. Um, and I really saw, to be honest, uh, I don't know if there are other moms out there who can resonate with this, but for me, maternity leave was my kind of ticket out. And I also reflect on that now in hindsight, it does make me a little bit sad because I genuinely felt like I needed that as like a way to justify or have like a legitimate reason to be able to have a career change, you know, um, because I was so far in and I think that's often what happens, right? We like go down this path, we do all the things, you know, I'd done an MBA in that time. I'd like done all this study. I'd it's really like the sunk cost bias, you know, you're on it and you put all this work into it. And so you think like I've, I, to let all this go or to try something new, it's not only scary, but it's like, feels like then you've wasted such a big chunk of time. A hundred percent. And 
Um, and, you know, and there's, of course, like, I think what comes into play is what everyone around you is telling you and thinking and all of the things, right? Oh, but you've worked so hard to get here and you're doing so well and all the things. And, you know, by all the standard metrics, I was, you know, I had this incredible career at quite a young age. I lived and worked in Hong Kong for two years. You know, I was doing all these cool things, yeah. um, but inside there was a complete misalignment, not only with my values, but who I innately was, right? You know, I was really showing up as a very small kind of version of myself. And so what happened for me is essentially I worked out what I wanted by spending a lot of time working out what I didn't want. Yeah. Um, And I, yeah, and I think you know, it's easy to hear all this rhetoric about like, you know, live, create your dream life and all of this kind of stuff. But for me, really genuinely, when I was in the space that I was, I legitimately didn't know what that meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? That resonates massively. And I don't think that's just going to resonate with the mums, but I think it's just going to resonate with everyone because there is this whole I guess, demand when you start in entrepreneurship or when you start in personal development to follow your dreams, dream big. And even I myself to this day is still sometimes getting caught out being like, I have no idea what that is. And then of course that creates this story of like, well, maybe I just don't want anything. Maybe I don't have enough ambition. And of course it can go down a really negative. And we we said that we were going to speak today about identity. Like you can go down a really negative identity spiral because we think that what does everyone just have this perfect clarity on exactly what they want to do, what they want to build, who they want to be in the world. And they're able to just go for it at full force. Like what happens to the people who are quote unquote, like lost in life and really know that they want something, but have no idea what that is. Yeah. A hundred percent, you know, and it's even things like you hear this stuff, like it gets to be easy. I'm yeah. like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like when I was in corporate, if someone had said that to me, I literally just would have blanked out because I was like, what do you mean getting to like work ever gets to be easy? Because for me, the association was it, you know, is hard, hard, like a gr- full hard grind. Right. And so um, I made the decision to use, you know, that particular season of my life um, as a bit of a springboard, I guess. And I left my corporate job um, without the intention to return. So I went on maternity leave, of course. Um, But, you know, in my own mind, I was really determined to pretty much do whatever it took to not go back into that situation. I just knew that there had to be a better way. And I think what was kind of the most confronting about my story, and even looking back now, I'm like, oh my God, um, is that I literally kind of made that decision and took the leap without knowing what I was going to do. Without a plan, without an idea. Um, What I initially kind of, you know, how I think, initially we always lead with our head so I was like right well I'll just start my own business doing HR consulting because that makes sense right and then the more I delved into that I was like hang on a minute like that's just what I do now in a different package and probably with all the stress but without like the regular income yeah (laughs) without the security silly shitty idea And we've all got to make them we've all got to make them but you know it was, it was quite fleeting so that's okay yeah. and 
What I really decided to do, I guess, was really follow my heart and follow things I was passionate about and good at. And to be honest, that was the very first time in my life that I had ever done that wow. um, in terms of, you know, prof- like in a professional capacity, right? Yeah, of course. Um, and to kind of coincide with that, because I think this is how the two came together, is my biggest fear around motherhood was losing my identity. Wow. Okay? It was around, uh, I had sort of heard quite a lot of I was one of the first in my group of friends to have kids and everything that I had kind of heard around me um and you have to kind of remember the space that I was in at the time so probably very different to what I would hear around myself now yeah um but there was a lot of this kind of like well you know make sure you do this now because when you have kids you know yeah exactly and I was like holy shit like Mm -hmm. what have I got myself into um and you know what on earth like to the point where you'll resonate with this Aaron um I would be like wearing I remember one day I was wearing my J brand skinny leather jeans um because I was really into fashion at the time and someone actually said to me um, you know, enjoy wearing all your really nice clothes now because like you won't be wearing any of that, you know, after. And I was like, why? Like, I'm having a baby, not a lobotomy. Um, <laughs> and, you know, to me, this was like, it was really shocking. And I was genuinely like, but I have, I want to live a big life, you know, like I have, I don't exactly know what I want to do, but I have big goals, like and big dreams. And I know that it's going to be epic. Right. And I also was so, so passionate about creating, like doing motherhood my way. Yeah. You know, I'm really stubborn. <laughs> um, I'm an only child. And I just was like, no, like there's got to be a way um, where we can combine these things and not just combine them, but just get to do it in a way that feels good for us and that makes sense for us, right? So I went down this path of, so I had my son in 2014 and I started my first business on maternity leave. And like I said, I kind of just followed my passion. So I actually started a fashion and lifestyle blog um, slash Instagram back in the OG days. Back in the day where Instagram was it. (laughs) I remember the very first time um, that Windsor Smith, actually the shoe brand, reposted one of my photos and I got like 5,000 new followers, right? Like back in the good old days. Yeah, yeah. I remember (laughs) those days. (laughs) And... And at the same time, you know, they reached out to me and said, you know, we'd love to gift you like a free pair of shoes. And honestly, I've made it. I've made it. I know that feeling back in the legit, day. Legit. Legit. That's, That's it. And the, the, it sounds funny, right? But I always think back on that as the moment that actually my whole perspective on what work can be and gets to be changed because for the first time in my life 
someone offered me some kind of reward. Like it wasn't payment at the time, right? For doing something that I genuinely loved doing and was having fun doing. And until that point, I really didn't think that was possible. And so it really kind of like opened my eyes to the fact that there's like this whole new world out there. And so for the next like three years or so, I actually um, became a content creator um, and did like influencer and blogger work back in the old days and really um, taught myself photography and followed these like creative pursuits that I had always loved, but had never had the ability, you know, to step into. So I did all of that with my little man, you know, it allowed me to kind of take on what I could and all of the things. And we'll obviously go back into that in a minute. Um, But then as that grew and grew, um, I was working with lots of small businesses that were like, you know, we love what you do. We love how, how you've organically, you know, grown your following and your community and all of the things. And like you, I, I led with a build my community first approach. Um, I didn't know that's what I was doing at the time, but (laughs) I'm just going to follow what feels good to me, which is just building relationships, like, and talking to people um so I did and you know clients were saying to me do you you know we'd love to actually work with you do you think you could also help us you know with your with our business strategy with our marketing strategy our social media given that that was actually my background so I have a very commercial approach to business because I spent such a long time working in the business world right and I was like oh my god like how can I actually bring these you know strategic um, and business orientated facets into with together with what I know about social media and about the industry, you know, with the creative side and my passion for helping mums, particularly given that that's where I was in my journey to actually be able to, you know, create a business from home that aligns with their values and around their life and their kids like I did. Um, And then here we are like eight years later. um, And that's what Work Life Mama is all about. I love this. And oh my gosh. Okay. I know we have like so many things that we want to speak about, (laughs) but there's a couple of things that I really want to unpack Mm -hmm. from what you said there, because I know this wasn't necessarily your experience. However, this I'm sure is something that you've dealt with because you work with mums. And I know that your business obviously will help a lot of mums transition out of the corporate world into entrepreneurship. As you were talking then, it just became really clear to me that the corporate world and the sort of status quo really isn't set up for motherhood you know even just it popped into my mind then thinking most jobs require you in Australia anyway to work from what 8 30 until 5 30 they're the sort of normal standard hours and yet school is nine till three and so even that in and of itself like can you talk on that a little bit like from the perspective of some of your clients because now it makes sense to me why so many mums are desiring to build a business desiring to build that freedom because that must be incredibly stressful like how have your clients approached you with that problem um and I guess like how have you maybe helped them navigate that because 
it just that just doesn't make sense to me I don't know yeah. if I sound naive but that just really doesn't make sense no it's absolutely doesn't make sense um and it was you know how I spoke to the fact that I just realized the two like for me it wasn't what I wanted to do so I never worked 8 30 to 5 30 um I was home at 7 8 you know like all of wow. the things I traveled a lot I looked after like all our offices in Australia and in Asia. And so my life was work, you know, like I worked all the time, basically. Um, and, you know, I was in an executive role and that was ex what was expected of me. But I just realized that at that time for me, um, because it wasn't aligned anyway, it just wasn't worth it, right? Um, I'm not saying, by the way, in any way that if you absolutely love your job, can you make it work? Of course you can, right? Like there's always a way. Um, but what I tend to see is people who are in that situation, quite frankly, really not, you know, not loving what they do and feeling quite stuck. And so, Absolutely. I mean, you know, you have different challenges with your kids at different seasons of their life, you know, as they grow and at different ages. But, you know, even when they're really little and they're at daycare and things like that, you know, um, there's so many issues. Daycare is ridiculous. Oh, expensive. Expensive. Yeah. So if you're working full time for that to actually be worth it, you have to be like earning like a very decent income um you know you're I mean you're leaving you know you're really realistically leaving your kids in daycare for very long periods of time which again if you love you know you can make it work but these are just the considerations right um and then yeah when school starts to be honest that becomes even more of a minefield because the days are so short um, you know, there's always all this extracurricular stuff. My son plays sport five days a week. So like after school, most days I take him to footy or soccer or tennis, you know, all of these things that I get to do. But if you're working and you can't be there, it's like you either have to juggle all of that somehow getting, you know, people to help you and nannies and all of the things after school care I mean there are options like I said but it is full-on um and not that I think that what is the most stressful part is that it never works like that all the time like you yeah. know on days it does that's great but like we were speaking just before we jumped on this podcast particularly this year every mom I've spoken to and we know this like kids have been you know so sick this year because their immune systems are depleted over the last couple of years you know what I mean um and it's like then they're sick and you they can't go to school or they can't go to daycare and you're at home and you're trying to work like it's just it's a lot yeah yeah I just as you were talking then I was just like it just that the whole system just doesn't make sense to me and I don't feel like it's going to change anytime soon. And so it just really like moving into a freedom-based lifestyle, which generally as we mm -hmm. can do, it takes time. Obviously there's a lot of work involved and we're going to get into how mums can approach that in today's chat. But like, just for those people, like you said, that don't love their job. Like it feels as though entrepreneurship really is the industry that can support the freedom that you need to, to have 
you know, that freedom with your family. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up in particular was, you know, and especially for anyone who's maybe sort of more so in my position than currently have children, I will say openly and honestly, one of my biggest fears around having kids is exactly like you said, losing my identity. And so before we jump into maybe the entrepreneurship side of things, maybe mm. we can speak to that a little bit because, yeah. you know, just from my own personal experience, I want to have a family. I want to have kids. Like I'm excited to do that, but I still see myself as a kid myself, you know, obviously being really playful and exploring all the different hobbies and all of these things. And similarly, I'm not so much these days because I do have, you know, relationships with people like yourself and my friend Ruby, who, you know, show me that there is another way to have a family, but same thing when I was back in, you know, just growing up in high school, it was get the travel done before you have kids because you absolutely can't travel with kids or, you know, same thing with the fashion. Like my friends who had had children was like, oh, you won't want to wear any of your nice clothes. Even in things like Sex in the City when Miranda has a baby and all of a sudden she's like ostracized from the friendship group. And so whether it's in media or just in general societal belief conversation, there is this like mothers make the sacrifice of themselves their fashion, their interests, their hobbies, their friends, and their goals and dreams to have children. And so maybe we can speak to both mothers who have maybe felt like they've lost themselves a little bit, as well as people in my position who are afraid to take that next step in life because they so desperately don't want to lose that part of themselves. Like, how did you, I know you said about like rewriting your own rules and doing it your way. What are the maybe personal practices or, you know, what does someone have to do to really maintain or regain their sense of identity as a mother? Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I, I so echo all of that. And I think there's two things in it. I think that one there is some element of truth to all of that. Um, and, you know, I think that's the part we can talk about how you navigate that because it's not necessarily a bad thing. And that's the thing. I think we see it as this, like, you know, even this like loss of identity piece, right? If we re- just riff on that for a second, the way that you and I saw that, or maybe you still do, is like, like oh my god like that's like the worst thing that can happen to me because if I lose my sense of identity like who will I be Mm -hmm. but the thing is then what I found to be true is that whilst potentially um you know there's definitely a shift there's got to be a shift right like where you know they say when a baby is born a mother is born and you kind of step into this epic new role in your life that is with you forever and you know it does it, it absolutely changes you. But what I have seen to be true, and it certainly was of my experience, is that it's in the best possible way if you want it to be that way, right? So yeah, it's about change. It's yeah, it's about embracing it as like this opportunity to step into a new like or a you know it you know how we talk about like stepping into the highest version of you or your best self it's the same thing right but it's just stepping into your best self within your new role right and the cool thing about that is that that gets to look however you want it to look so I often liken this to business right like the way that you and I do do business you know, it's the same thing. Like you get told, like you need, you know, for your business to be successful, 
you need to do X, Y, and Z or use marketing strategy X, Y, Z. You know, we, yeah, we you need the to world step into the role of a boss. The world is full of this kind of advice, right? Yeah. And when you don't believe in yourself and you maybe lack some of that confidence, your first innate kind of thing is to be like, oh my God, like, well, I better do all of that because if I want to be successful, I need to do all the things, yeah? And I feel like we we almost have that same thing, right? When we step into motherhood, but it's actually finding that confidence within yourself again and believing that only you know how motherhood and, you know, life and business and the role that you want to step into and what kind of mom you want to be and what kind of business you want to run as a mom, you only, you know, what's best for you. Right. So it's like leading with that self-trust piece. And is that easy? And do you have that on day one? Absolutely not. (laughs) You know, um, like, you know, we talk about the fact that it really is a journey, you know, and, you know, I've been on this journey for eight years now and there have been times when I've felt like I'm nailing it, you know, and I've really stepped into my confidence in my role and other times like this year, which I know you know, that I've really lost my confidence, you know, and often we associate that loss of identity or confidence when you first have kids and sometimes that's true, you know, in that initial stage but for me, actually, that that has probably happened the most this year. And my son is about to turn eight. So yeah. it's like you never know. You really got to take yourself on this journey. And I think the biggest piece of advice that I can give is um, very similar to what you talk about in, you know, becoming how to become the coolest person you know. A lot of it is really around staying true to who you are you know and what makes what brings you joy like how do you actually want to be spending your days not like how do other people tell you that you should spend your days in order to be a successful mom boss right like but how do you actually want to spend your days um and when we lead with you know defining our own version of what success really looks like yeah. Um, for us in business, for us in motherhood, for us in our health, that's when we can start to take that action, you know, towards that. Um, and and stay on that path, you know, and and that it is hard. People will like people will judge you, you know, like it comes no matter what. Yeah. When I left my corporate career and to become a fashion blogger, everyone thought I was insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like literally yeah. my beautiful family like they wouldn't have said anything <laughs> yeah um, but I knew <laughs> and they, they were faux supportive <laughs> and you know I'm still grateful even yeah. if it was faux yeah. um, but like literally you know yeah. um and so sometimes you just gotta trust that you're the one who actually knows what's best for you and your family Um, and kind of keep showing up for that no matter what. And that is so similar, like not even similar, it's identical to business because as you were speaking then, I know that I spoke to your group coaching program the other day about becoming the coolest person you know and identity and mindset. So this conversation is kind of an extension, um, but just in reversed roles. But I, same, like when I started my business, I was like, 
I'm freaking Tony Robbins, basically. Like I was so naive and I thought I was amazing. And it wasn't until probably year two that I had that first real like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know who I am. And then you do, you start listening to all of the experts, which makes it even more confusing because you think that in order to create the life that I want, I have to do X, Y, and Z because, you know, the person is so convincing that's telling me that thing. And that really shook my confidence, particularly it was triggered by a situation with a coach when I pitched them the idea of wanting to do like essentially influencer vibes. And they were like, that's a terrible idea. Don't do that. No one wants to be an influencer and an entrepreneur. Um, and like that set me off down an identity spiral. And I will say honestly as well, like this year, because I have obviously life's got busy again, post pandemic, everyone's just a little frazzled. Everyone's a little it might be our health immune systems that are down, but also our, our like spiritual, emotional, and mental immune systems are down as well. So things are shaking us a lot easier. And so same thing for myself. Like I've started to question my capabilities a lot more. And I know that that just comes when you are shifting into yeah. a new level, new opportunity as well. And it's an opportunity to grow. But, you know, both of us have had experiences this year of loss of confidence, loss of identity. Can mm. you maybe talk to your journey a little bit to like re- getting back to that. Cause I've seen a shift, obviously I worked with you at the start of the year, but you know, for what you're doing now, there does seem to have been a shift. So on a practical business sense as well, like what is that yeah. journey kind of looked back to self? What does it look like? Yeah. Um, yes. Such a good question. I, yes, experienced some health issues in my family this year. My son was quite unwell and I had to take a, really a step out of my business for a while. We've talked about this and this is one of the real challenges as a mum that isn't so easily solved with like basic time management or anything like that. You know, these things do happen when you have clear priorities around where you need to be. And I think for me, the greatest gift about having my business is that that was so easy for me. As in like, you know, was there a bit of a downside or long-term? Yes, for sure. Like, you know, it takes you out of action, takes you out of momentum, mm-hmm. um, has a bit of an impact on your income, things like that. But could I literally just step out of my business for like three months nearly almost um, and be, you know, in hospital and be with my son and be there when he needed me? Absolutely, I could. I didn't have to ask anyone. I, you know, I had incredibly supportive clients who most of whom are mums. So some of who checked in on me like and Luca Lily every day. So you, you really do build that village. But um, I think for me, it was a combination of quite a few things, like you said, post-pandemic, you know, there was already this kind of loss of momentum over the last couple of years and 2022 was my big comeback year Mm -hmm. (laughs) and my comeback year went into the toilet. Um, (laughs) And, you know, that does, like it starts to wear you down, you know, it impacted on my confidence, like it impacted on my ability to show up in my business. Um, I felt like just really depleted and burnt out um, and I almost had to just kind of surrender and just like, like into where I needed to be at the time, like, and let go of all of the other things that were going on. And then when we came out of that, you know, physically in that, in that situation, I was like, right. Um, like you said, where to even start? Because there was quite a few things I wanted to work on. And for me, after, you know, prioritizing Lucas health. And once he was on the mend and all of that good stuff and back at school, the next thing I did actually 
for the first time ever is I actually exclusively focused on my own health and well-being. Wow, yeah. So before I even, and this was really hard for me, I'm like an A-type overachiever um, who's like almost always in my masculine, which I'm like working, been working on a lot. But to, to even take that first, say, two weeks, it wasn't a huge period of time, but it was two weeks and not have that immediate reaction of like, I'm just going to get back into the business and do all the things because like, you know, I have to catch up on so much. I actually took almost two full weeks off to just physically recover. Um, I did a few different things. I did an Ayurveda cleanse. I started going back to what I call my daily non-negotiables. So, um, you know, things like my, you know, 30 to 60 minute walk with the dog, um, you know, listening to my daily podcasts, doing some reading, having magnesium, but you know, whatever it is that actually works for you. And again, works for you, not looks like what looks good on Pinterest, but actually feels good for you and your body. And for me, a big part of it was just resetting my nervous system because it was absolutely fried after the experience that I'd been in. And after, um, that basic reset, I was like for the rest of the year and beyond, I'm prioritizing my health and wellness. So I went back to doing Pilates two, two times a week, you know, all of those kinds of things, um, making sure I was nourishing myself. So it was really health and wellness first. Yeah. Um, and then I actually went back to basics in terms of my business, which I think is always the way to go. I sat down with like a huge roll of butcher's paper and actually went through a process. I took one of my clients through yesterday that I've been through many times before and was like clean slate vibes a little bit. But, um, you know, what is my vision here? Like, what do I actually want to create knowing all that I know now after all this time? What's my message? What do I really want women particularly women with kids in business to know and like what are the ways that I want to share that message in a way that actually feels fun and light for me so the two big things for me after health and wellness um, in business this year were keeping things fun and light Mm -hmm. because it just got so incredibly heavy yeah. And when your energy is heavy and everything feels hard and everything is stressful, they're just, it's just not, A, it's not what you want in your business, yeah. but also it's, it's not, you know, it's not a way you're going to attract your ideal clients into your world. Right. And the second thing was just becoming incredibly intentional yeah. about where I was spending and how I was spending my time and doing it again, back to basics, focusing on the things that I love and that I'm great at which for me is like community connections, building relationships, spending time with my clients, even like in person, you know, in person events, collaborations, like all those things that give me so much energy and it's like where I really thrive. So it was, yeah, getting super intentional, going back to basics, keeping it light and fun and first and foremost, looking after your energy That's how I kind of see looking after both like health, mental, like you said, emotional, spiritual, physical health. I am so 
in love with everything you just said, because again, whilst I know that that is going to be so helpful for the mamas out there, that is literally just the best advice that I could give myself. And I'm so glad that you've also said it to any entrepreneur who needs more time. You can't actually get more hours in a day, but the way that you could perceive to have more hours in a day is your physical energy. Like your, your capability to be able to do things more efficiently, more effectively with less stress, with less confusion, with less doubt, with less overwhelm. It doesn't, it's, I don't personally believe that time management is the solution for that. I think energy management is actually the solution for that. And so focusing on physical health, like that's again, such a big part of the becoming the coolest person, you know, thing is to do with hobbies. It's like physical, like moving your body because the movement, the generation of energy, energy through movement is the thing that will actually quote unquote give you more time in the day but also like the whole concept of just like becoming coming back to basics coming back to the focus what lights you up um but even in that like when it does come to the conversation with mums I'm loving that we're starting to talk about business like we said something in our voice messages before, like, I, and one word that really stood out to me was like the juggle, you know, yeah. what I mean, like I, and that word really stood out to me because I don't think that's necessarily something that let's say like a single person living alone, working full time on their business or just, you know, in a de facto relationship may experience. I know the next stage of that will be like a single uh, person or someone in a relationship who has a full-time job, but then it's like, you know, the mums are like the next, next, next level, right? So what are maybe some of the more like practical things, I guess, and and who particularly to speak to are maybe the the entrepreneurs who haven't kind of found their flow yet, you know, the mums who are trying to build a business and they're in that building stage, which does require a little more overwhelm and confusion and what the fuck's going on. So what are maybe some of your more practical tips on like juggling it all, as you said? Yeah. Um. First of all, I think the first thing I would say is like surrender to the journey and just like have fun along the way, right? Um, I feel like that, especially those initial years, you know, um, it is hectic. Um, Not necessarily in a like you have to be grinding constantly, just in a there are multiple things always that are requiring attention, right? Um, And I think one of the most challenging things and, you know, less sexy things about the juggle is it's like we think of the juggle often in a how do I manage my day better or how do I manage my time better? But what I actually find to be the real challenge is the energetic juggle. So having kids... um, carries a huge mental load okay particularly I think a lot of mums will relate to that um and there's just a lot of stuff you kind of have to keep on top of and in your mind and obviously you're you know when you're spending time with your kids and you they need you um you want to be as present you know as you can and so it's about well how do you balance that you know showing up as the best version of you as a mom and being there for your kids and being present and kind of managing the mental load of all of that and the emotional load because it can be an emotional roller coaster just like business and all of that for business right at the same time and What I would say is one of the biggest things that I've learned is how to show up, continue to show up in my business whilst 
embracing what I call the human experience, which is like whatever is going on in your life at the time, right? And the fact that your life doesn't have to be like all perfect and squared away, right? Before you can show up as a genuine human being in your business. Because especially for us as service-based, you know, service-based personal brand led businesses, one of the things that's so important to me in my business is that I show up wholly as all of me. And if I show up online or in my business as all of me, that part, that includes like all of the shit that I'm trying to juggle and deal with at the same time. And it also gives permission for other mums, you know, other women to know that like and to be perfect. That's what it's like. Like I, I'm such a keep it real, what you see is what you get, because I just don't see any benefit of like, you know, um rose-colored glasses in terms of like, oh look, my entrepreneur life, like it's <laughs> it's all perfect. Um, is it super, you know, freaking fun? Yes. Like I love what I do, but is it also a shit show at times? Absolutely. Like all my clients know, like our all my group calls are like, there are kids like <laughs> running in and out. Like you're lucky if someone's not doing like a nudie run in the background like screaming, you know, people constantly like putting themselves on mute. Nothing is funnier than when like particularly me but another, or another mom like will be talking and then suddenly the thing goes on mute and like you see like their the mum face come on. You know exactly what's going on on the other <laughs> side of that conversation, right? It's like, and we all just have a laugh. Like I yeah. know all That's my really clients' cool. kids, you know, I know all their names. I They always are on calls, you know, lots of them like get on Zoom to talk to Luca in the chat. Like it's, I've made. So freaking beautiful. That almost made <laughs> Like, no, but that's that's how I love to do business. Like I've made it a part of my business. Mm-hmm. And that's actually why a lot of my clients love to work with me because they feel safe in this space. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes people get on calls and they're like, you know what? I've had the most, you know, fucked couple of days. I'm so drained. like from my kid, you know, whatever's going on, that you know what I've done in my business this week? Nothing, you know, and that's fine. It's fine. It's about just knowing that there's someone there who gets it and who's can hold space for you. And then it's like, cool, well, what are we going to do about it? You know, as in like, what, what's our next best, best step? Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, I think it's just about embracing all of that as much as you can embracing oh my god that really like I just like really teared up then I was like that's I mean it's beautiful because of the community that you've created but it's such a beautiful reminder to every entrepreneur out there why it's so important to be values and mission led because when you are coming from a space of clarity with who you are and who you deeply want to serve and it's not just about what can I sell to make money you can create these ultra potent communities where people do feel seen and heard and you know cared for and in that environment they will flourish I heard that little quote the other day where you know no matter how healthy a seed is if it's planted in the wrong soil or if you put a freaking seed into like sand it's not going to grow like the environment in which we place ourselves is massively you could be like the most 
type A, amazing worker, get everything done, do all the courses and all the study without the right environment around you. Yeah. And for mothers particularly, the environment is their family, but putting themselves into you know, a group mentoring program where everyone's single and they're all about working 16 hours a day, like you're just not going to get the support that you need. It's just, that's reality, you know? So I think that for mothers, you know, really considering the communities that they want to join and are they going to be understood in that community, Mm -hmm. but also for, you know, everyone else, like my community, as everyone knows, is really not about the people who want to be launch after launch after launch, program after program after program, they are okay to do it a bit slower because they prioritize having fun today, not deferring it for the future. And if you come into my space and you want me to tell you how you can, you know, hustle your way to success, you're just not going to get that support in this space. There is another space for you. And Mm -hmm. similarly, if you go into a space where people are hustling and that's just not your makeup, you can't be, you know, we've just really got to, a, as mentors, create spaces that are really exclusive to the people we want to help. And then also be as consumers, really be consider about the spaces we choose to position ourselves in and really making sure that we are finding people that will just understand what we're going through, understand our own personal juggle, because everyone's got a juggle. To some so degree. true. So true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I was like, you know, we'll have like a short conversation. I feel like we could go through so much more, but obviously to respect people's times, we will cut it off here. But that was so, 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 so powerful. Thank you so much. And honestly, like you have so much incredible content, so much stuff for people to consume and binge if they loved this conversation and they want more support specifically on motherhood and entrepreneurship, obviously coming to your Instagram page and you've got some awesome programs. So what else is going on for you and what can people join? How can they find you? All the things. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Um, Yes, it's such a good conversation. Oh my God. Yes, I could talk about this like just on and on which I do yeah which (laughs) you do that's your business Um, because like we said it is an important conversation and you know providing that space where people do feel seen and heard is one of the most important things so um my insta at work life mama is pretty much where it all goes down um I do have some great programs I'm just about to release all my offers for 2023 which is exciting it's such a fun time of year to be like thinking about, you know, what's next. Um, And I do have a really exciting new program coming in 2023, which is actually going to be all around building confidence for mums in business. Um, I'm going to be doing lots of cool stuff about that, like in the coming months. Um, But yes, it's in the works. It's kind of been in the works forever. And I think like you, it was I almost needed to go through what I went through this year in order to really embody and go deep and practice what I want to teach um, in order to kind of, you know, come out the other side stronger um, and, you know, really in what, yeah, in my conviction around what I want to teach so that I can share it with everybody else. So it just feels like the right time. So it's going to be really exciting. I love that. And that is even in and of itself, like <laughs> lesson number 105. Like sometimes you do have to go to the, go through the shit, not just to be able to empathize, but to actually be able to learn and grow. Like how can you teach a transformation if you haven't either done extensive study in that field? You know, I'm sure there's lots of psychologists that can transform people's marriages, even if they haven't been married themselves, totally. but 
for the most part, the most potent way is when you have gone through that transformation yourself, you understand the the bridge between point A and point B, you've tested your theories on other people, and then obviously come up with a formula for that. Yes, absolutely. I love. Thank you so, so much, my love. I loved this conversation. I loved how passion how much passion you have in your face when you talk as well it's just honestly I was like sitting here staring at you like I was falling in love (laughs) I wish people could see the video (laughs) but thank you so much I'll leave all the links below everyone go check her out she's amazing and we'll see you soon thank you so much I'm not crying you're crying I'm crying oh my gosh that was just such a beautiful conversation I hope that you benefited from it again regardless of whether you are a mom a soon-to-be mom thinking about one day being a mom a parent anyone who just has anyone that they need to care for that may take time away from being able to build your business and anyone who just has anything going on in their life. Like, again, I just think that was such a beautiful conversation for every single entrepreneur out there. Definitely, definitely reach out to me and let me know your thoughts on this conversation. But like I said, also make sure that you do reach out to Ina and check her out because she's got some amazing things going on. I just don't think there's anyone better to create spaces where mothers parents specifically feel heard in their pursuit of building something amazing online so i deeply appreciate your time today i love you so much i hope that wherever you are on your journey you are proud of yourself because you're doing fucking amazing just by showing up you're extraordinary you are the coolest person that i know that you know i love you and i'll see you in the next one As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 